This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Most of us see trucks every day on the highway and think nothing of it. But trucks are a major lifeline of the national economy. Yet drivers face increased challenges in moving the goods, everything from congested roads to supply chain issues. Trucking is involved in virtually every aspect of our economy. Something like 12% of all occupations have something to do with trucking and transportation. Then, traditional approaches seem to fall short when it comes to helping homeless moms with young children. We'll have this story. Very few actually access shelters, so they end up pretty much couch surfing and sleeping in friends' homes with their child, which creates a set of risks itself. Those two interviews and more are ahead on this week's show. Stick around. InfoTrack begins right after this. show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Truck drivers are essential to the U.S. economy. They're the foundation of our nation's supply chain. But there are significant concerns among truck drivers that can be highlighted and addressed. Here to discuss this is Todd Spencer, president of the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association. Todd, we see trucks everywhere on the roads, the interstate, in the city, To keep all those trucks moving takes a lot of drivers. About how many truck drivers are there in the U.S.? As far as over-the-road drivers, you're looking at about 3 million. And when you put in short-haul drivers and, you know, trucking is involved in virtually every aspect of our economy. You can increase that number by a couple of million. So it's a very, very big industry. Something like 12% of all occupations have something to do with trucking and transportation. Wow, I did not realize it was that big. Most people who are not truckers are probably unaware of many things that truckers have to deal with on a daily basis. And we're going to talk about some of those concerns. What would be one of the top challenges faced by truck drivers today? Well, among the biggest challenges is time spent unproductively, time spent just waiting, being detained by shippers, receivers, by inefficiencies in the supply chain, that can take up as much as 30% of a driver's week. And the weeks for truck drivers are pretty long weeks typically. They come in the area of 70 to 80 hours, so it's a really, really big sacrifice on their part and a hardship. Now, something that affects everybody who gets behind the wheel of a car or a truck are fuel prices. Is that something that truckers are concerned about? I imagine they are. For the vast majority of small business truckers, excluding labor, fuel is going to be their highest single cost. There are examples now where just the cost of fuel is up to a dollar a mile. So yes, it's a really significant cost. To bring in new truck drivers, I imagine there's a lot of training that has to go on and they have to learn about regulations and all of that. Is that a troublesome area for truckers? Actually, that's been a really, really thorny area historically in that as surprising as that may be there has never been any training requirements for new people entering trucking no requirements whatsoever basically if a driver is good enough to pass the road test that you get to get a cdl somebody will give you a commercial driver license and for us that's been 
you know, a really, really shocking reality in our industry in that the key component of highway safety, certainly in trucks, is going to be the person behind the wheel. So uh, for the vast majority that are out there today, they are very good at what they do. They got good at what they do through experience and basically a lot of good mentoring. When I say historically, this year, starting in February, is the first time there actually were some specific requirements for how drivers had to be trained before they could be licensed. And from our perspective, those have been sorely needed for a long time. Having said that, they need to be far more comprehensive than what they are. And that, you know, while safety is a key component in transportation, And when you look at the idea of training people for the job they're going to do, when you look at pilots, well, they learn to take off and they learn to land, but much of what they're trained to do is what to do when things go wrong. Well, things go wrong in trucking, too, and the vast majority of drivers are never coached on what to do when things go wrong. And so, you know, again, we have new regulations that went into effect. We're hoping that our policymakers will have the good sense to see that, you know, that's just the beginning and we need to build on that. And, you know, realistically, we as a society and all of the people that are involved in transportation need to recognize that, you know, we need to invest in having good people behind the wheel of our trucks because 70% of everything that moves in this country moves on truck, exclusively by truck. There aren't rivers or railroad spurs that go up to any businesses. The stuff that keeps our store shelves full, it comes by truck, and that's going to mean for a long, long time we've got to have drivers. We're talking about concerns among truck drivers with someone who certainly knows the business, Todd Spencer, president of the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association, OOIDA. Todd, talk about ELDs, or electronic logging devices. What are those? An electronic logging device is kind of an automated method for recording the hours that drivers work. And uh, they replaced what were paper logbooks that were pretty much the industry standard for decades. Policymakers and primarily bigger trucking companies used those because of the efficiency that they offered to them. Some years back, our policymakers, lawmakers actually said, everyone should have those even if they didn't need them. For most smaller operators, using a paper logbook is simply a more economical way to do it. The ELD itself can run into thousands of dollars in costs and you have to replace this stuff on a regular basis and it also malfunctions far too frequently. So a lot of truckers, a lot of small truckers, which make up most of the industry, think this was an unnecessary cost that the system just put on them. And, you know, the rationale, or at least some of the claimed rationale for the mandate was that these would somehow improve safety. And, of course, we have a number of years, actually we have about five years of experience now that indicate there really hasn't been any improvement in safety at all from using them. In fact, there would be some suggest that actually the opposite is true. Well, so that's another area that the public really has no idea about the ELDs. Well, yeah. Again, the hours of service regulations that drivers have to work with, basically, they're pretty rigid. What they say is a driver has 11 hours they can drive out of a 14-hour shift. And, of course, those are just hard and fast numbers. 
you know, if you work two hours out of 14, when 14 comes, you have to take a 10-hour break. You know, that kind of rigid schedule really doesn't fit all that well with the driving environment that many truckers work in where, you know, if a trucker is good at what they do, what you try to do is plan your timing. You're driving to where you're not driving in rush hour. You're not driving when weather is bad. And oftentimes that will run counter to the, you know, the arbitrary clock that the feds say you're supposed to be following. Infrastructure is sort of a hot button with the federal government and with the public and traffic congestion and highway funding. I would think those would be big concerns of truck drivers. Certainly they are. And, you know, the biggest beneficiaries of improvements in our highway system basically are the essential users. And truckers are essential users of our highway. And, of course, they need to be able to get in and out of the places that they go to. And oftentimes... There's not much forethought given to how we're going to accommodate trucks in so many areas. One of the regular complaints that we hear from drivers and have heard from drivers for the last 25 years is that there's no place for them to park. There's no place for them to stop and rest. Regulations require it. Your body tells you you have to periodically stop and rest, yet there's no safe places for them to do that. We've been complaining about the shortages of rest areas for a long time, and those are valid complaints. The problem that we run into is that the problems of drivers aren't necessarily taken all that seriously by states and cities and municipalities that basically have to have the services and the products that trucks bring. So they prefer spending in other areas. So truckers kind of get short shrift or kind of get to shaft on that. And it's a frustrating situation because certainly if drivers can't stop and get the needed rest when they need to in a safe place, they can end up being tired and sometimes safety is compromised. I'm just wondering if you have any last words to kind of share with our listeners. Well, I would certainly hope that we would have a greater awareness of the need for and the importance of trucks and truckers in all of our daily lives. That importance was never made more clear than through the pandemic when everybody else was shutting down because the virus was taking lives. Truckers are essential. They kept going. They kept delivering, and without the things that were on those trucks and trailers, our country shuts down. Todd Spencer, president of the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association, OOIDA. Todd, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, it was a pleasure to do so. Next, what's the best way to help homeless moms with young kids? That story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead. 